0: Podcast friends, my name is David Lee, and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories, and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking, and starting your own business together. Let's go. Microphone check. What is going on, friends? Brand new week, brand new podcast episode and brand new year. We are in January of 2022. Fun fact, my birthday is uh, in 2 days or a day depending on when you're listening to this. January 3rd, basically. Um so I will be 38 years old, 38 uh years on planet Earth. Who knows? Maybe when I'm uh, 38 83, maybe we will be on, uh we'll have like Mars, right? It'll be like Ad Astra. Hopefully not, because that would be very bleak and not fun. Anyways, uh, today we are talking about, so you want to be a filmmaker, right? What does that even mean? And why would you even want to be a a filmmaker, right? Uh, I think everyone has their own definition of what a filmmaker is, right? You could say, oh, if you want to be like Sam Mendes, you're a filmmaker. If you want to be like Quentin Tarantino, you're a filmmaker uh, George Clooney, you're a filmmaker, um, and like so on and so on and so on, right? So on and so forth, I should say, uh, whether again, maybe you want to be a cinematographer, right? A lot of, a lot of great cinematographers I feel are also filmmakers, right? Because they are, uh, just as invested into the story and the characters and the performance as the director, right? And, that, and that's an amazing duo. You can look at people like Denis Villeneuve and, and, um, uh, sir Deacons, roger Deacons, right amazing tag team duo because both of them care about the story the performance uh, the acting uh, the lighting everything right and so what is it that makes you uh, want to be a filmmaker right in this episode i just wanted to kind of cover uh the the basics of how you can kind of get started right so let's just say you know you've been doing this for however many years seven years ten years four or five years right and you've been shooting commercials documentaries branding content, right? The run of the stuff that we all uh, get hired to do. Um, but you had started this journey, much like myself, to make films, right? Make films, make documentaries, make stories. And along the way, you uh, are trying to identify how you can actually do that, right? Amongst the, um, amongst the day-to-day work that we do. And so one way I have found in order to do that is, uh, well, two ways, right? One is you can either uh, shoot a documentary or shoot a a short film, right? Short film could be uh, two minutes or five minutes, right? Those are typically anything less than ten minutes is still considered a micro short film. Um, and uh, again, not to say like a micro short film is bad or anything like that, right? Still, it's a little film, right? Uh, both my uh, short films from last year, Heart and The Park, were uh, they won categories for indie short, best indie short film and best micro short film, and they were both less than uh, less than ten minutes, so. That being said, right, you've been on this journey for a couple years and you're like, man, I still haven't even made a fucking film, right? How do I I get started, right? The the easiest way is just start with like a micro short film, right, something that either you can write or you have a director friend that you um, you collaborate with frequently. And you're like, man, I I think, you know, so-and-so can make a really dope film. And so uh, either, you know, work with that person and say, hey, what if we come up, what if we came up with like a, a three minute, four or five minute, Short film, right? Bang, character yourself a short film, all right? How do you uh, how do you actually get started with that? And what are what's some of the value, right? What's some of the ROI on making a short film? And so let's start with that, right? The biggest ROI for for me and for you, making a short film, right? Continuing your filmmaking uh, career or journey is directing your your first short film, uh, directing or DP, right? Uh, maybe you're doing both, like I do, uh, will give you invaluable knowledge and experience that you can then transfer on set um, to to the knowledge that you would bring for client work, right? So an instance of that is, say you're doing like a three-day short film, you're working your asses off, right? It's like 14-hour days or 12-hour days, whatever it is. And after those three days, you have become exponentially better at lighting, you have become better at blocking, uh, which is very important. You've started to increase your, your knowledge and experience with like set design, right, set decoration. Um, art direction, wardrobe, you pay more attention to like hair makeup, things that you normally don't do um, because, you know, someone else is really in charge of that. Um, but, you know, again, making your own, your first short film is going to give you so much knowledge that it's going to make you better regardless if it's your next short film or if it's, you know, the next following week and you're shooting um, a commercial, whatever it is, doing the short film is going to make you better Um, In the macro of everything right when it comes to cinematography and when it comes to storytelling, right? Okay, that being said um, if you're if you're writing uh, The story and need to fund it somehow right you can do one of two things one is you can just call in as many favors as you can ask people if They can uh, be uh, as far as the cast goes Right ask a couple of people that you know that you've worked with and just say hey I I don't have a budget, but this is a story Would you like to be a part of my short film? Uh, same thing with the crew. And most of the time, like 99% of the time, I gonna say, yeah, right? Because if, at least if you're like me, you get tired of doing all the same shit over and over and over again, right? You need some breath of fresh, fresh air. And what better way of getting fresh air than be a short film, right? So 99% of the time, hit up your homies, hit up the home ads, Uh Guaranteed they will want to be a part of your short film, whether they're acting or if they're um, doing hair and makeup or if they're a part of your crew, whatever it is, right? If they're pa if they're gonna be a first AD. Um, the opposite side is if you actually want to, you know, fund your own short film, the easiest way is to just to save up for it. You know, uh, it doesn't take a lot to to make a short film. You can you can easily do it with like $1,000, $2,000, $3,000, right? Anywhere in that range, you can easily do a micro short film on that budget. Um, and that, well, that being said, you may have to do a mixture, right? If, of using like all your own equipment um, or asking the homies for Uh, for a favor, right? Whether you need like an extra couple of C-stands or combo stands or whether there's um, a larger uh, lighting fixture you need that someone has and you can call in a favor, right? You can mitigate a lot of the cost by just using your own stuff, right? Say you want to, you know, you want to show on Alexa, but you own a... Uh, I don't fucking know. You own like a, an FS5, right? Fuck it, just shoot, just shoot it on the FS5, right? Get some really nice lenses, and, and you're good to go. And the other thing about hiring um, or or funding a short film is you can actually put the gear rentals if you if you do rent gear, um, and also the um, the crew that you hire, right? You can you can uh, categorize them as contractors when it comes to a tax write off, right? So every year when you're doing your taxes. There, there's typically a, a section, a field. I think it's a field as, as like the technical term where you can put in uh, amounts for like contractors that you hire. Right. So if you're hiring crew for a short film, technically they are contractors, right? Um, and and again, that can kind of get a little, a little wonky depending on what state you're in. Right. If you're like in California, we have a AB five and all that. know crazy stuff but but in general right in general you should be able to get a tax write-off because i've done that in the past or if you hire a contractor for a um you're actually paying the money right for a service then then technically that person is a contractor right so you can use it as a tax write-off so there is a plus there uh and then the last thing i would say as far as just kind of just getting started with it one thing to be mindful of is everyone will will critique your film so get over it, right, because everyone has an opinion. Uh, but take the feedback that's actually useful, right? Maybe someone uh, who is is better at directing at you, they have more experience than you, they offer some advice when it comes to blocking. You're like, oh man, okay, that actually makes sense. Um, when it comes to the performance, or act, actors' performance, when it comes to lighting, when it comes to the audio, right? Uh, these are all things that we could always um, improve upon, right? And for me, I, I would say that if you can get better at blocking, your lighting immediately is going to see the dividends of that, right? Because if you if you if you situate your actors in a really shitty area then your lighting is going to be shitty too, right? Because you're going to be forced to be shooting in a corner with like no windows or you're going to be um, shooting up against the windows and you have like 10 windows that you can't block out any of them, right? Um, You're going to be in in situations where had you actually took the time to think about the blocking, that would have helped out your lighting a lot better, right? And and yes, sometimes you have to sacrifice um, performance, right? A lot of actors like to... um, be very theatrical with their with their movement, right? They like to use the whole space, right? Um, which is great. I love that too. But you have to reel them in and say, "Hey, we are also shooting a micro short film, or, or budget short, budget short film, low budget short film. We don't have a lot of money here, and so I can't light this space 360. Um, I, you know, otherwise it's just going to be a running gun and it's just going to look like oh, it's going to look like trash, right? Because trust me, you you've probably been there before, right?" Where you've tried to shoot 360 degrees, but there's you know a window that's like IRE 100, and all of a sudden if you turn 45 degrees, you know you're you're shooting it down into like a hallway with like with like no windows, no lights, right? And that's that's a shitty ass time to be in, right? So um, uh, look for inspiration, right? Look for movies, look for. TV shows were like, man, the blocking was so fucking good in this because the lighting was so good, right? So a prime example, a new show on HBO Max um, called Station Eleven. Uh, the cinematography is, is beautiful, but the blocking is so simple, right? It works. There isn't like crazy, you know, steady cam There isn't, you know, like all these like huge like Technocrane moves that go from a park and all of a sudden they're moving in to like uh, an apartment complex, or whatever like that, right? It, it's so simple, but it works and because it's so simple and it works the lighting you can tell is so like finesse every fucking shot in that show is like a frame grab right um and that's that's what i prefer that's my style Uh, maybe you have a different style right maybe you like blowing out windows or you like super crunchy darks whatever it is right everyone has their own taste um so again everyone will critique your film just just be okay with it uh don't take it personal even though it's very easy to take your own film personal, right? Because you wrote it and you spent time on it and it's your story, right? But at the end of the day, um, if you're gonna share with people, you have to be okay and understanding and accept that people are gonna people are gonna say good things about it. People are gonna say not so good things about it. Right. So just take that with a grain of salt. All right, that is it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it um and I hope it I hope it gave you some inspiration and some things to take away from uh, really just continuing your journey as a filmmaker right I consider myself um, as a filmmaker not just because I took two short films to festivals but the reason why I started this whole this whole journey in, in the first place of cinematography and and being in video and film production is because you know I really do one day want to <clears throat> I don't know if its maybe feature films or whatever it is but I, I want to be involved in storytelling and yeah, yeah, you can storytell through commercials and ads. Yeah, I mean, that shit's been said over and over again, right? But I'm not at the level where, you know, I'm shooting like $5 million Nike commercials that are like 10 minutes long, right? Like I'm not at that level yet. Uh, so uh, I have to do other things in order to tell stories, right? And and what better way than to uh, do short films? So if you guys like this episode, please rate it on iTunes podcast. I would appreciate it. Please make sure to follow the uh, podcast. It is on Spotify. And it is also on Apple Podcasts, right? So maybe you're on Android and you gotta use Spotify, right? It's all good. Uh, what else? Um, prepping for a first shoot uh, next week uh, it should be pretty simple. Just a corporate corporate gig, nothing, nothing too fancy. <clears throat> I'm shooting on the red though, which is weird. Um, yeah, hey, they're paying for it, so fuck it. I'm shooting shooting on the red, shooting on the Komodo, uh, and it's on some other camera. And I think probably like an FX six or something like that. Um. What else? I. I this year I really don't want to spend a lot of money on gear because 2021 I spent a lot of money on gear. Again, it's all it's all tax purposes, tax write-offs too, um, to offset um, income that's coming in, right? Um, but I really don't want to spend a lot in 2022 when it comes to gear because I feel like I have. I honestly I have. I, I think I have too much gear. Is 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 the plain honesty, right? because there are certain things that I, don't, I don't use, right? There are certain things I just sit in the corner for like months. And, and when you have a decent amount of those types of assets, then you have too much gear, all right? So where am I, where am I going with that? I don't know, you know, go eat a hot dog or something, you know, get, go get a chili dog and some chili cheese fries. Um, you may want to stay six feet from people after you eat that though. Might, might, might not be a good idea um, in, in the in the immediate, time frame it'll be probably a good idea though um yeah i will catch you guys in next week's podcast episode bye bye